0: listening to The Dollop. This is an American History podcast where each week I, Dave Anthony, read a story from American history to El
1: hmm. It was You were doing really well for a while. Gareth Reynolds, who has no idea what the topic is going to be about. Put your flashlight down, asshole. Can I see your ID? Yeah.
0: Can I see your ID, please? Yeah. Do you know how fast you were going? Yeah,
1: 69. <laughs> <So> <laughs> don't la, flip, la. Uh, don't flip off. This is not You're... good for a podcast.
0: You know what? You could have described it. You could have. All
1: right. Well, here. I'll, this is what I'll do. If you want to watch what's happening, you can join it's our over. Patreon. We, we, were... we have a lot of great what? stuff, great content. No and is what we have we a lot of uh, great stuff on our Patreon. So you can go join our Patreon. Patreon There's no
0: chemistry between us at all. This is, the like a, this, is a, a, this is
1: as negative a way to start as possible. I don't think this
0: podcast is ever going to take off. I really feel like this is the you wrong I mean? stuff to say. I don't think anyone's ever
1: going to listen to this podcast. I really wish you were being a little How many more. have
0: we been? We've done like 550. Our audience is 550 people.
1: I'm trying to find out one person. Oh, okay. Per and we have, and even though there's nothing on there yet. Uh, we do have a, uh, dollop YouTube that we started where we're going to be putting a lot of good stuff. Um, I'm in charge of that. No, you're not. I'm not. Uh, there it is. This is great. It's really good. Um,
0: what were you talking about when people see stuff? When it's, it's a. Were you just saying something about the Yeah,
1: the. Uh, well, that I thought would be audio? good. There's a. There is a dollop YouTube that has a great following. It's not ours, so mm. we're trying to get people to follow ours. Um, so anyway, join our Patreon called it, quote, his jam-pad. Jam-pad? I'm the fucking hippo guy! Dave okay. My name's Gary. <laughs> my name's Gary. Wait, is it for fun? And this is not going to become the Tickly Podcast. Okay. This is like anarchy! Part <laughs> on a five-part coefficient. five Now hit him with the puppy. <laughs> you both present sick arguments. <laughs> no sleep-tell no hippo! No like tell no hippo! H- action, partner. Hi, Gary. No. I sleep done, my friend. No. No. <laughs> broder! Broder in the court!
0: The dollop is brought to you in part by Next Evo Naturals. Look, getting a, a good night's sleep, that's, that's really important. That's the jam. Uh, I do different things to try to get a good sleep. I like to read a little bit before I go to bed. I uh, like to work out. If I don't work out, I'm not getting good sleep. And then I don't work out, I get one night of bad sleep, and then, and then I'm too tired to work out that day, and then I can't get more sleep, and then it's, uh, you can see the snowball situation. So, look, if you're struggling, if you're having a hard time uh, getting to sleep, you just want to wake up, feel a little bit better in the morning, check out Sleep CBD Solutions from Next Evo Naturals. They got two different products. They got triple action sleep capsules, and then they got the Sleep Support CBD Complex Gummies. That's right. I said gummies. Gummies before bed. So I've been using these for a couple of weeks. Uh, They're great. They got melatonin, too, besides just the CBD. Nice, sweet, sweet melatonin. And it's good. I take them like uh, 20 minutes before, uh, and I fall right to sleep like a little baby. So I enjoy it. I enjoy a rest, and these are helping me out with my resting, as they call it in the business. Next, Evo Sleep CBD Solutions. Uh, they got THC-free CBD features, smartsorb technology with four times better absorption than normal CBD. Yeah, So they got the, like I said, they got the triple action sleep formula, which has melatonin. And then they got the sleep support CBD complex gummies also with melatonin. So you're going to get to sleep pretty good with that stuff. That's all sleep stuff right there, CBD, melatonin. That's it. You're out. Forget about it. So look, get a better night's rest with Sleep C B D solutions from NextEvo Evo Naturals. For up to 25% off subscription orders of $50 or more, use promo code dollop at nextevo.com. That's N-E-X-T-E-V-O.com. Promo code Dollop. I'm taking them. I'm taking one right now.
1: And then, all right, we are on tour. Uh, October 19th, Columbus, Ohio, October 20th, Pittsburgh, October 21st, Cleveland, October 27th, Grand Rapids, October 28th, Royal Oak, November 3rd, Nashville, November 4th, Louisville, November 5th, St. Louis, November 6th, Indianapolis, Kansas City, November 8th. So join us, go to dolluppodcast.com. And, uh, there's still and, a link to uh, our Moment House show on Thursday, September 8th, so that's good. Yep. Yeah.
0: And we have a van, so we're probably going to kill a drifter.
1: Yes. 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 We are doing a van tour. And it's going to be bonkers because as I was telling you you before the show, whoa, baby, things aren't good. What I don't understand is I'm driving everywhere. I just spent two weeks Mm -hmm. on the road driving, and it really has removed any faith I have in anything ever working out. And I just feel like everyone is fucked, and it's just terrible. Mm -hmm. But the amount of trucks that are either painted like the flag have the flag, have Pride America, Bald Eagle on the... I'm like, they're seeing the same shit that I'm seeing. How are they I going like, like yeah? I think, I, think,
0: I think the number of flags is inversely related to how the country is doing.
1: I, it so is As the country gets worse, like there's there, more flags. There are some where you're just like, do you deliver flags? Is that what is inside of this truck? If not, what is going on right now?
0: Well, it's just so people know where they are. How else are you gonna know?
1: There is just no country like this when it like. Anyway, there was, there has been countries like this. They were, but they're still with us. All right, action! (laughs) Start the show. (laughs) 1980s. Whoa. Okay. Okay. Don't have an exact
0: date. Don't have an. I like the 80s. As Yugoslavia began to descend into chaos.
1: <laughs> oh boy.
0: Ethnic Albanian Muslims, Lata and Frik Duka, fled with their three young boys. Okay. Now I will be saying Albanian names. Okay. Many of which I could not find pronunciations for. Okay. So just deal with it, whoever's upset. Okay. Well, that's me, but, and I'll deal with it. But when you pronounce this guy's name in, in Turkish, it's, it's Freak, basically.
1: His name is Freak? Yeah. Okay. All right. Freak.
0: They ended up in a refugee camp in Latina, Italy for a year, and then they got onto a plane mm-hmm. to Mexico City. From where they went north and crossed the Rio Grande River in a canoe. What? And got into Texas. Wow.
1: Okay. All right. We're really, Uh, we're going. Yeah. Okay. All right.
0: Uh, And uh, then they uh, were driven in the back of a pickup truck to Dallas.
1: That's how we got there. From Dallas. By the way, that truck (laughs) had so many flags on it. It was like, yeah. Yeah. You just hide under
0: the flags. Yeah. Uh, and then they made their way from Dallas to the Bensonhurst neighborhood of Brooklyn, New York. Jesus Christ.
1: Yeah. All right. So. Uh, so they don't speak English. Right. Okay.
0: They had no, obviously no legal documents. Right. Um, which it, Which is a crime, but a misdemeanor. By the way, people don't know that. Being a. Uh, being here illegally is just a misdemeanor. It's the same thing as getting a fucking traffic ticket.
1: Well, I think we're we don't know we don't react to traffic tickets the way we do to this misdemeanor.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, got a job stocking shelves at a fruit stand.
1: Wow, at a fruit stand stocking shelves. Yeah. Oh, like at a bodega. I think it's like a.
0: Yeah, I know. I think it's like a fruity bodega situation. Okay, it's like so all it's, like... it's a Korean. It's a Korean vegetable fruit stand kind of thing.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Uh he made 175 a week.
1: All right. This is it the 80s? Uh he made what? That's the, I mean is that how, that's not great, but the, for the 80s how's that? That's decent?
0: Uh yeah, it's not
1: I I mean what was New York rent like in the 80s? the 80s? Was it I mean it, was it was, probably, had to be a horrendous. Probably 100 dollars <laughs> Right. Uh-huh. <laughs>
0: Well, when you get into Brooklyn, it's a lot cheaper back then, right? Um, for rent, like that's where you could live pretty
1: cheaply. Right.
0: Um, so uh, he made flashcards to figure out uh, what to call each piece of produce and fruit.
1: Okay, interesting.
0: So like, you
1: know, straw, apple, berry, right?
0: Apple. Um, and then he would teach uh, his wife a lot of English. Uh, he quote, sorry, he would teach her life. a
1: lot of English, or her he, name's Lotta uh her lotta okay he would so he teach Lata, 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 Lata. Oh, man, a lot of english man and a lot of english hey ba 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 quote
0: our way of life was to just take care of our families just live simply and teach the children how to work hard okay sure um they had two more kids jesus cuz
1: not sure you know. if i like that call
0: yeah that's where i get a little how about just Throwing a rubber on Try it. Try the pull out whatever. a little, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like, you don't have to. No, you don't have to, yeah. Um, so they have a girl and a boy. So now they have uh, four boys and a girl. Their oldest is six years old. So when they went across They'd, in the canoe and did all this stuff, they have, like, babies right. and shit. Like, they have super young. Like, I would have I easily, one, would have not made it. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: yeah, it's a little Milo and Odyssey. Uh, I never saw it. it. Oh, well. Part of me Is thought about writing a dollop on Milo and Otis once, but it's just tragic.
0: Oh, are they dogs?
1: It's a dog and a cat, Milo and Otis, and uh, apparently oh. in the movie, uh, survival of your stars was not a huge issue because you just brought in replacement <laughs> animals. And there's a Jesus. river scene. Oh no! Yeah, oh,
0: my and
1: uh, God. yeah.
0: How old is the movie?
1: The movie? I mean, it probably from right around here. I definitely saw. I honestly, uh, I think that I had the uh, vinyl soundtrack as a uh, as a very uh, young uh, child. I think I had the. God, that's and the soundtrack to uh, just to play against what you were thinking was not just the animals screaming as they probably died in the river scene.
0: Oh, uh, anyway, I mean that'd be cool if that happened to like.
1: Oh, wow. If they had another Johnny Depp or something. Like The Rock? They're like, all right, bring in another.
0: (laughs) We need another Depp.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Uh, Actually, can you get a different one and squeeze the alcohol out of that one? That one's a little...
1: Uh, They all are full of alcohol. (laughs) We're just uh, (laughs) sort of trying to figure out how to maybe find a new way to get some alcohol out of me or something. Is
0: there a a crewman breaking punch? I'm looking to uh,
1: lose my mind.
0: So um, He's eating Velvet. Uh, so they're oh, they're all <laughs> so their oldest is six years old.
1: Okay,
0: uh, Tony. He uh, he. Now he's called Tony. I don't remember what his name was before, but they just went. Ah, what about Tony?
1: Yeah, right. They're in Brooklyn. Um,
0: yeah. So well, the other ones keep their names. So he goes to public school, but he he struggles because he does not speak English, which is pretty necessary when you go no, to an American Tony, school. no Tony. The
1: answer to six plus nine is not apple.
0: <laughs> Holds up a card. Yeah. Apple. Apple. Apple? Hmm? Uh, he would come home with notes from teachers, but that, that well, what, didn't help because his parents yeah. also couldn't read English.
1: Well, like, <laughs> what does it say? He's like, I don't know. They're like, okay, uh, well, probably good stuff. You do good. Yeah. You, you do good, you yeah. You've done very well.
0: Oh. Uh, Bensonhurst, a very rough neighborhood. Sure. Quote, growing up, the Russians would be with the Russians, the Italians with the Italians, and the Albanians with the Albanians. Sometimes if someone came to us, we had to fight. So they were getting in fights all the time. They come up with black eyes. Uh, and as they grew up, they grew up with Brooklyn attitudes. Okay. Brooklyn accents. Right? So All the, the kids?
1: All the boys. Okay.
0: The boy, all the boys have Brooklyn accents. Okay. They're straight out of Brooklyn, okay. as they say in the business. Okay. So, so Tony, all this, has a temper. Gets into a lot of fights at school. Uh, drops out at 14. Okay. He told his dad, quote, if I don't, I'm either going to end up in jail or dead. Wow. So classic 14-year-old stuff. You know what I mean? I, just, I you said know, that. Yeah, I said that to my dad. Yeah. Well, I probably said it when I was 12, but I'm like, look, if you don't get me the fuck out of this middle school, I'm going to end up dead yeah. or in jail. Uh-huh. Like, it's, it's you're a kid.
1: Yeah. You know. You know it's like, we all go through that phase. It's adolescence. Yeah. It goes pubes, it, and yeah. then you want to drop out because you'll end up in jail or dead.
0: Yeah, you're going to cut someone's throat if you got to keep going to school. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, so he got a job driving a delivery truck for a
1: wholesale food at, distributor. I'm sorry, at 14?
0: Uh, well, I mean, he must have been 16 okay. or he wasn't, but he definitely dropped out at 14 and then, and then was driving a truck pretty soon after. So I don't know exactly.
1: Sure. <laughs> so potentially illegally, but either way, very new to driving or shouldn't be driving and is driving a truck.
0: I mean, are there rules in Brooklyn? Yes. No, there are.
1: Oh, there yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay.
0: Um, he meets a young lady named Jennifer Marino. Okay. She was going to school and he met he's her. He's like, get out of out.
1: there. What are you doing? You're going to have a debtor in jail. <laughs> Come on.
0: Um, a year later, they were engaged. So a couple of young. Does he Perry have a terminal young, disease
1: that we don't know about? <laughs> Is there some sort of clock on this? There, it seems like he's in a real uh, rush. It's crunch time.
0: <laughs> you know, he fell in love. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, if you're a truck driver,
1: Yo, and you fall gonna in be love. I'm going to be dead by 18, so we should probably do this. <laughs> I'm going to
0: be in jail of the dead soon, so uh, we should Hurry up. get hitched. So she moves into the Duca's apartment.
1: So he's living at home with his parents, but is having, like, an adult existence. Aside from that. Yeah. Okay.
0: And there's no way they have a lot of room in that apartment. No,
1: and he's definitely banging her. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're definitely banging. I had a sublet in New York for half a year once when I was there working. And, um, you know, it was in uh, Hell's Kitchen. And it was not cheap, but it was, like, cheap for New York. And they listed it initially as a one-bedroom. And the reason why was because the family had put a shower curtain in the living room that separated the kitchen and that from it, and um, that's so uh, New York. Yeah, and I and and I mean I had no choice but to really just kind of be like from the pictures I couldn't you know because there's no like doorway picture, so yep. it was I was like oh, okay yeah, and then it was a, and then you know the guy was like yes, but so do you have the uh, the the yes, you know and I'm like uh. and when I first moved in he was like. Do, do you cook? Do you need the stove? And I was like, I mean, I, that would be really kind of an option. I would love to have for sure. What, what's what's uh, what's the downside to this? Uh, okay, yeah, so maybe maybe they shout. Maybe they shower curtain to partition uh, or something.
0: I'm sure it's something like that. Right. Um, so the next two brothers, Shane and I don't know. I don't know how to say this other one, but it's E L J V I R. Eldsver. Livia. El- Livia. Livia. So it's not, well, their eyes are like ears. so L-Z-V-E-R. L-Z-V-E-R. Okay.
1: Okay. <laughs> I'm going to call them Elvira. Sure. Very, very, and again, Dave, it's always your sensitivity that I think people very love sensitive. about the yeah.
0: show. Um, so they also dropped out of school because, you know, we're going to die or be in jail.
1: Going. It's genetic. I'll drive Chuck. Yeah.
0: I'll drive truck. Um, I don't know why I'm doing They don't have an accent. I don't know why I'm doing that. So they all now get arrested. Uh, they're getting arrested for, like, disorderly conduct and, ha- and having pot on them. You know, just kind of, like, mis- misdemeanor small-type shit. Sure. But they're, you know, they're getting in trouble right, a lot.
1: Right, right.
0: Parents are getting frustrated because they that's not why they came to America. So they decide to get out of Brooklyn, mm-hmm. and they move to Cherry Hill, New Jersey. They should go to hoping- Albany. They're Albanian, right? You're
1: so close. God.
0: Damn it, you Albany. So right. They all speak Albanian there.
1: I would be like, if honestly, if I was going to New York and I saw on a map yep. Albany, and I'm Albanian, yep. I'd be like, that's where we're going. Yeah. Okay. All right. So they go to Cherry Hill.
0: They go to Cherry Hill. Um, you know, they're hoping that the change will keep the boys out of trouble. Right. So they have a two-bedroom apartment.
1: Duh, it's two shower curtains. Um,
0: Tony. Jennifer and their baby are in one room. Yeah, Bonkers. What did you think was going to happen? I don't know. Did you? What did you think was going to well,
1: happen? Well, they live on Pop to Cherry Hill. <laughs>
0: and the parents are in the other bedroom, and then Shane, uh, Elvir, Nazi, and Barim are in, in the living, living room? room. Wow. Oof. So Shane gets into a car accident, and it really shakes him up. Okay. Really, like, rocks his world. Quote, I realized... That if I had died Then I would have gone to hell hmm. The accident made me realize That death can come
1: at any moment
0: So I better try and get right
1: Which one is Shane? He's the Shane is the second Okay, worst. okay, gotcha Okay
0: um, So he stops drinking And <laughs> stops smoking pot How old is he? I mean, they're kids To be I mean, quitting like...
1: Quitting drinking <laughs> When you're like 16 Is quite a move I'm done. Uh,
0: and then he starts checking out religion. Oh, um, his parents, are Muslims.
1: Keep the uh, bottle.
0: Quote, it was a struggle because I didn't want to be fake. When I do something, I don't want to be hypocritical over here praying and fasting, then over here in a nightclub smoking weed with a bunch of girls and partying. Right. So he wants to do it the right way. Right. He wants to religion the shit out of it, as they say. In the,
1: in the, uh, the communities of the Bible." The now is he is he is he muslim? Is he going the muslim route or is he Well,
0: his parents are muslim right. so they've been raised muslim sure. but they're not practicing. They But now Brooklyn, is he
1: going to you know, he's 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 leaning into the getting in. Okay. He's getting in. To he's being a muslim. Yeah. Okay. Uh,
0: his parents are thrilled. Right. The other side That's where I then, th- if I this is
1: what this is how I would tell my parents if I was muslim that I was back in, I would just go, "Hey mom, Hey, Dad, which way's east? Oh, my boy. Hey, let me ask you something. And I might be yeah. asking it five times a day. Okay. Which way's east? Oh, there he is. <laughs> exactly. I it. come back. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> so the other boys, it starts rubbing off on them. Hmm. <clears throat> um, and... They all start settling in, and you know, it works. Moving out of Brooklyn works. They start settling into Crazy. a life that's what a, focused on work, what
1: a, what a knock against and Brooklyn. family. <laughs> like, when you say, like, I, I mean, I was ready to make a joke about that, but it's like, no, Brooklyn was literally the issue here. <laughs> this was a Brooklyn problem. <laughs>
0: Um, so, you know, they're focused on family and work and, and, um, they save money. Okay. And they use it to open up a pizza place that they call Duca's Pizza. Okay. And, uh, they become even more religious. They're just getting more religious all the time. They start going to mosque, praying five times a day. Um, they grow out their beers. They're doing the whole thing. Okay. And then came
1: a day. That we called nine eleven. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus Christ. I wasn't really sure where we were on the timeline. Thank you. <laughs> like
0: anyone else, the dukas were absolutely horrified.
1: Dave, I have a feeling. Um, and now I'm just trying to remember how Americans reacted. Because if memory serves, it, it was rational.
0: Yeah, we were very calm. To... And we had debates about... Our part in our foreign policy that would lead to someone wanting to attack us—we did all this self-evaluation. I
1: just remember a lot, the, lot of people, people saying, "How do we handle this?" It wasn't Muslims here. I remember a lot of people saying that.
0: Yeah. Um, they're also very against the wars that Bush started, like a lot of people.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, Muslim and non.
0: They felt they felt Bush was attacking countries that had nothing to do with 9/11, w- which is because they had nothing to do with 9/11.
1: Well, I mean, I don't know about that. It's I think if mem- we did send troops to Saudi Arabia right after. Yeah, that's right.
0: Shane quote: "They killed so many innocent people. <laughs> they also did not like how Muslims are now being treated in the West." Yeah. Authorities are now warning people about all young Muslim men, and they all feel it. Right, Shane. Quote: "America was turning into a spy state. It used nine eleven as a stepping stone to justify this."
1: If you can imagine. Well, isn't Shane right? What? Huh? No, I mean it was handled right. I, I was in Boston on nine eleven, and I mean it was so quickly like. You know, you uh, like. It was very clear that people nuance was uh, not for the citizens. People yep. were right away, just like all Muslims, death to all Muslims. You're like, oh God, is uh, it that easy to do? Oh, for that, fuck's sake! Yeah, it yeah. is. Um, but look, they continue
0: to do well. Uh, Freak started his own roofing business, mm-hmm. and the brothers sold the pizza place to join him in it. Okay. By 2005, the P- the roofing place is taking off, the business. The brothers take a vacation. In 2006, they go to the Poconos. Wow. The they bring vi- along... Wow. Okay. Got to go to the Pokes. Oh, yeah. They bring along uh, Muhammad Schnuer, who is a taxi driver, and he is... So, El Elvir, El- El- Eldir, uh-huh. is is married now and it's his wife's brother. So it's his brother-in-law. Okay. Um, So they bring him along. Sure. On vacation, they go skiing, they do paintballing, they ride horses, they shoot at a range, they just do a bunch of different stuff. Uh Tony tapes it all on his video camera, like taping the vacation. And then they bring the tape to Circuit City. Oh, God. Because they want to get copies of it to give it to everybody.
1: Well, As a recruiting video. (laughs)
0: Well, the Circuit City clerk takes a look at this video. Oh, God. He sees young, bearded Muslim men in the forest. Paintballing. Skiing, shooting guns, riding horses, and sometimes saying, Alu Akbar.
1: hmm
0: So he calls the cops.
1: What else would you do? I mean, just fucking do your Circuit City job. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. God.
0: <laughs> now, in the Cointelpro days, uh, which is an FBI op in the '70s, the FBI had about 1,500 informants working in the country narcs, snitches, as they're called. Mm-hmm. Um, today, there's over 15,000.
1: Now, what does that mean exactly? Just under pe- undercover people who are—they're
0: I- in, in, trying to get—they're
1: yeah, embedded undercover in, citizens, right?
0: Um, not cops. They're These are just oh. people out there that they're trying to get to snitch on other people. Right. They're narcs. Right. Uh, a lot of them have long criminal records or immigration problems, which is how the FBI pushes them into being uh, narcs. Always works. In 2006, the FBI approaches uh, Cherry Hill resident Mohammed Omar. He came to the U.S. in the 90s. Uh, he was now in the uh, export car business. He exported cars to Egypt. Sometimes... The cars were uh, what we call stolen. Hot. He'd been convicted of a bunch of different counts of fraud.
1: So the government has go leverage. Him,
0: so they just go to this guy. Right. He has nothing to do with anything. They just go to him, and they go, quote, They show me a photograph and ask me who it was in the picture. The FBI don't come and ask you if you know someone if they don't already know the answer.
1: Right. Okay.
0: So the pick was Mohammed Schnoor, the, the brother. brother
1: of, of, right, of... Uh, Elvier's wife. Elvir,
0: yeah. Um, Now, Omar knew him from the local grocery store.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Okay. You know, you're out there. I mean, really,
1: really working the angle of like, yes, I know him from the grocery store. What do you know about him? (laughs) He likes pineapple. Oh, boy. Like, what are you going (laughs) to. He loves to. He likes cool ranch Doritos. I always found that weird. I knew it.
0: He likes uh, orange soda? Oh,
1: my God. What's wrong with this guy?
0: So the FBI, like, we want to know what this this guy and his buddies are up to. Because and of Omar the Circuit like, City narc. video. Yeah. Right. And Omar's, Omar's like, yeah, I'll be a narc. Let's narc it up. Let's go to Narktown. Right. Now, the Duca brothers thought um, Schnoor was immature. They think the brother-in-law is immature. He doesn't have many friends. Um, he's always trying to impress them constantly. Quote, one time he told us that a passenger in his taxi refused to pay the fare, so he got out of the car and hit him across the head with a baseball bat.
1: So that's just kind of the cool stuff I've been doing lately. Um, <laughs> so, anyway, what do you guys, what defines you? One time I jacked Nicholson to a guy in the back of my cab because he wouldn't pay.
0: Um, I mean, mostly I just pray five times a day and try
1: to take care of my I broke a crow's and- neck. Okay. Um,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, we're mostly that's the just sort of stuff we just I work do. at the roofing. We work at the roofing business, and you know, just trying to you know, jump a business, take care of the family. I killed a uh,
1: family uh, and stashed to... them. Okay, who's These winning the stories. weekend besides me? <laughs> I guess no one. I mean, it's your schnoor, schnoor, schnoor. Okay. Fuck.
0: So obviously, schnoor is lying. But, you know, we've all been around this guy. Yeah. Guy just tells the craziest. So such bad lies that you're like, oh, Jesus.
1: Also, yeah, like violent Um, lies. You're like, yeah, that's not cool. Oh. (laughs) So he
0: he doesn't have a lot of friends, right? Sure. Because he's that guy. Right. So Omar all of a sudden pops up, starts hanging out at the grocery store. Uh, It didn't take long to get Schnoor to
1: latch on and be like, oh, this guy likes me. (laughs) I mean, he's gotta like they hit talk. on him in the grocery store. I I cannot imagine having to go to the grocery store to try to make a friend. Like <laughs> uh, that is such a lofty mission in a way. Like the FBI's like, yeah, befriend him. It's like I only know he goes to the I... store, so now you got to go to the store and just be like, Apple Jacks, huh? Man, that's so <laughs> weird. I also love Apple Jack. Lucky Charms too, dude. Wow. Okay. How do you, what's your yeah. marsh, what, hey, sorry, just to sort of pick your brain, what's your marshmallow angle? Here's what I do I okay. eat all the grainy pieces first, and then I leave myself two scoops of marshmallows at the end. And then I enjoy okay. the marshmallowy water. Are you like that? So, no, I actually let have to Let me buy your st- is, I'm gonna uh, buy. I'm going to buy your stuff. Let me buy your stuff. What do you, let me buy your you stuff. I about? just, I'm getting a good vibe. I don't even know you. Hey, do you frolf? What are you doing this weekend? What? <laughs> Listen to us. Just giggling like a couple of old gal pals. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Oh. I'm just,
0: I'm really just trying to shop. Like, I'm just uh, to...
1: Hey, uh, me too. Shop. I can't believe we're shopping at the same time again. Well, that happens because we hey, got to hey, work. Hey, 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 let's do two baskets. Then we can both get in the 10 item or less lane. By the way, what? I don't know about you. Sometimes I'll go in there with like eleven or twelve items. Don't tell daddy. <laughs> oh man. God, I just am like okay, I have um, found my um my buddy. I'm I found take my off. best I'm I, gonna actually, I take off. It too. turns out
0: I don't it turns out I don't want anything. I don't need here anything either.
1: Store. Let's get out of here. What are you feeling? What do you want to do? What? Spa? No, I wanna go. I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna go get home. out of here. Yep. I'll go home. We'll go to your home. All right. Hey, we're not gonna no, take no. the stuff out of the, the the uh, baskets, we're just going to go to his home. We just, I hey, excuse us, we just hit it off so much, we're going to go to his home. Not in that way, although I'm open to whatever. I really, I'm not one of these, um, you know, I will I will do whatever uh, you are into. That's just kind of where I'm at. I,
0: I really enjoy people who just leave me alone like that. Ditto. That's my, Nothing my is worse. Wor- I, I couldn't
1: agree me. with you more. Nothing is worse yeah. than someone who can't read the situation. All right, yeah. let's go back to your place have some Lucky Charms. Hey, high five, handshake, secret guy. Awesome. <laughs> so uh,
0: they talk politics and religion. They talk at wars. The store. <laughs> well, no,
1: just now, now they're, they're friends. Outside. Like, they oh, I they like, lock in pretty I like, quick. I like, it, allow it, me the fun of picturing this all yeah, happening that's fine. Store for
0: two months. That's fine. But, they're, but they lock in pretty quick, and they just start having really deep conversations. Sure. sure. As you will with a random guy.
1: Well, I guess also, yeah, okay, all right, go ahead.
0: So Omar, uh, you know, tells the FBI um, that Schnuer seems to be into violence. Mm-hmm. And uh, Schnoor, because Schnoor had said he watched graphic Iraq war footage online. So Omar, yep. <laughs> off of that, starts saying, like, you should do something about your anger about the war. Like, you should
1: actually, you know, do something about this. Because you're mad, and is what? What is? Where is the FBI stopping, and uh, Omar starting? <laughs> is the FBI the like kind of? Yeah, you know, so he he is trying to goad him in a direction of yeah action. 100%. Right. So, yeah. that then, so then the FBI can go, you were going to do this, which happens all the fucking time, obviously, where the yeah. FBI will be like, there will be like informants who are like pushing someone to do something. And then they'll be like, not so fast, buddy. And he's like, you told me to do this. And they're like, you how? You the guys. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so yeah, so he's, he's pushing them. Um, they start talking about what that thing could be that they do. And they land on a, a plan, okay. an armed attack against Fort Dix which is a military base near Trenton, New Jersey.
1: Yeah, and for all of you laughing right now, it's not the time. All right, go ahead, Derek.
0: On August 2nd, 2006, in a conversation that's recorded, so Omar's wearing a wire. Wow, okay. Omar said, quote, you and I are not enough, and you had told me that maybe there could be other people. Otherwise, we can't do anything. So Schneur says, yeah, I, I have people. Who I wouldn't be telling the plans to if I didn't trust him. Mm-hmm. So I trust these guys. And he names uh, a guy named uh, Serta Tatar. Mm-hmm. Now, Tatar's dream is to become a cop. That's been his dream since he was a kid. But right now, he worked at his dad's pizza place. Okay. And Schnuer said, quote, he is ready. He has a map. He used to deliver pizzas
1: there. He has a, a map of where are they? A Fort Dix. Oh, okay, okay. So he, he, okay. And
0: Omar says, "Ready to be killed." And Schnuer says, "Yes." Two days later, they talked about bringing in more people, and Schnuer named the
1: Duca Brothers. Wow. Okay. So they're Annette. Uh- a net's been cast. Yeah. So Omar approaches
0: Tatar and um, s- tells him of the plan to attack because Schneuer's told him that this guy's okay with it. Mm-hmm. And he said he needs the pizza delivery map. Now, at this point, Tatar has moved to Philadelphia and he's working in a 7 Eleven. Okay. And there's a Philly cop that comes by every day for his coffee. Mm hmm. And he wants to be a cop really bad. So Tatar tells him about what had just happened, and that this guy Omar has a plan to attack Fort Dix and wants a map. Mm-hmm. So the cop tells the FBI,
1: and the FBI doesn't do anything. Oh my god! They're like, yeah, yeah, we're um, we're directing that. <laughs> <So can you laughs> That's keep, us. Keep ba ba ba. So, uh, mum's the word. Uh, Three it, weeks go by. It, uh, so, sh- I mean, again, <laughs> it's like, yeah, it is so shady. <laughs> uh, Tatar
0: is just waiting for the FBI to contact him. They're not contacting him. He even sees Omar again and records the conversation so he can give it to the FBI. And in that conversation, Omar keeps asking for the map. And then, for some reason, this we don't understand why, Tatar gives him the map. Right. I assume he thinks, well, the FBI yeah, is going to take he's this. Prob- right yeah. yeah,
1: I mean, well, also, in my head, I'm like, like, he delivered pizzas. How, a ala- like, this is not a blueprint of the facility. <laughs> like, this would be, like, what I would imagine, like, a yeah, placemat I mean- mat would be. It's. I think it's like when you go into any. I mean, we know it very well.
0: Driving you on you a go lot of studio. Yeah,
1: they have a map. Yeah, yeah. and it's just but, like you, know, you go to places, some building numbers.
0: It's not yeah, like this map.
1: vent leads to here. The sewer system go, <laughs> retracts around over. You know.
0: <laughs> right. It's just yeah. like this is building four. Right. It. So, whatever he gives it to him, and then, and then if, after he gives him the map, a Philly cop on the FBI's Joint Terrorism Task Force, comes to talk to Tatar. Okay. But as he's talking to him, he's obviously saying, and this guy wants to attack Fort Dix, and the cop keeps downplaying No, it. no, 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 no. No, I mean, that... It. Uh, I can't. It just seems like something someone wouldn't do. You know? <laughs> this is after 9-11, by the way. Right.
1: In a 7-11.
0: So... In a 7-Eleven, 9-Eleven. So he also didn't want the recording that he had made?
1: He didn't. Uh, he's Like, look, uh, buddy, stop. We're not worried about this. You, you are obsessed right now. But they're talking about, like, but, shooting for it di- Enough. Yeah, yeah. Let him do it. Tell me about Let seven him do one. it. Let the, we would like to see them try. Literally.
0: Let me ask you a question. Let me ask
1: you a question. Uh-huh. You got this tape? Yeah. It's right map? here. Yeah. The map is here. Yeah. I mean again, it's you just Got the guy's name? Yeah. Yes. Yes. All this is all right. Yes. It's all right here. Where were you on 9/11? What? That has nothing that is totally irre... that is irrelevant. Well, okay. Where were you? I was I was in I was in New York. Huh. No, not there though. I was in the city. I wasn't a hijacker. Mm-hmm. I think I was even in the suburbs, probably. Mm-hmm. So what? I'm giving you information to stop an attack. Are you? Yes, literally.
0: Mm-hmm. You just work at a 7-Eleven? Yes. 11-Eleven? Yes. It's not some kind of celebration? No.
1: No, I mean, we're, cel- we're, I mean we're, we're obviously celebrating Halloween. You can tell by the decor, but that is it. Okay, look, let's just let them do it, right? What? Let's just let them do it, then, is your attitude? Seems like... Oh, let them. Yes, that's what you're doing. Your buddies. Yeah. Your buddies you gave the map to. Well, yes, I gave because I, I contacted the FBI a month ago. Yeah, so I gave him my pizza map again. It's not an elaborate map. You're sweating. It's I, of course because this is the worst.
0: Do you know how many people have died because of pizza maps?
1: I don't think any. Thousands. I mean, it's just mostly a list of places. This one guy likes black olives, and another guy hates anchovies. I don't have any right. like, gate codes or anything. Aren't there armed guards outside? I don't like the amount of pauses. It's not helpful. So,
0: he, he does all of a sudden just ask Tatar. He goes, did you give them the map after not caring about anything? Right. And then with all this stuff, Tatar is like, oh, fuck. He, he's just like, I'm being set up here.
1: I mean, the map is a mistake, obviously, because it is like, you know, now there is an implication. But it's like you have to... I mean, especially if you're Muslim, I mean, at any point, really, but especially now you have to work on especially. like a curve. So it's like mm-hmm. you need to, you know, there as opposed to like, oh, well, yes, I gave them the map, but I've also recorded a tape and I've also contacted you a number of times. But you know, you, you
0: to him, he's an American guy who
1: wants to be a cop. Yeah, I know. Yes. Right. You know, yeah, of course. Like, but, but the, the FBI, so they're like, you gave him the pizza map. It's like, oh, my God. So what he does is he lies and says no, I didn't. Okay, all right. Well,
0: which is kind of the worst thing he could have done, yeah, because he's scared. Yes, and freaked he's out scared.
1: Yes, right. Yes, I've So now to that cops. he's gotten the map,
0: now he's gotten the map. Omar uh, pushes Schnuer for a meeting with the Duca brothers, right? Um, but it just keeps not happening because Schnuer just comes comes up with excuses of why they can't meet. Once he said, actually, Shane knows about the plot, but he doesn't know you're involved to Omar, so I can't have you meet him yet. Okay. Right? So months go by, and he's just pushing and pushing and pushing, and he keeps saying the, the Dilgas are in, but then that's all he's doing is not introducing him. So Omar is pushing harder. Specifically, he starts fos- focusing on Elsweer. Uh, on, uh, Elsvir. Okay. Between August 11th and September 19th, Omar asked him about Elsevier
1: a hundred and ninety-seven times. Well, that doesn't leave a lot of room for other things. I mean, <laughs> that is uh, a level where you'd be like, I mean, at that point, you'd be like, I'm not going to tell you anything. This is crazy, dude. You're like, this is really weird. Obsessed. You, have you you're talked obsessed. to him? Have we seen, Have you heard from him? Did he get my Evite? You're. It's, yeah, this is weird. I, I, I gotta, need to what did you hear?
0: Do you like know him? Did you guys break up or something? Like is No, there, uh, I need to
1: know him. Is he in? Have when are we doing the meeting?
0: No, we're yeah, we will, but he's okay. not he doesn't know you're a part of it, so I can't. All right.
1: Okay. Is it happening now?
0: It no, yeah, yeah. Like it was two minutes ago that I said that. So okay. it's not happening now. It's not so
1: just wait longer?
0: Yeah. Okay. All right. Should probably okay. try to schedule it though, right? I have a clicker. I have a clicker, and I'm clicking it every, I'm clicking
1: it every time you bring him up now because this is weird. Well, then I'll just bring him up now. I mean, what is the deal? What is his deal? Seven, eight. We don't need. I mean, I, did you see the Giants game nine. this weekend? Yeah. What's his deal? Ten. I'm talking about their kicker. Oh
0: no, I wasn't. I'm talking linear. about Elsevier.
1: Look, he, we need him. Eleven. I need to talk to him. I, okay. No. All right, fine. Look, I, I don't, we can, uh, I mean, whatever, it's fine. Okay. Okay.
0: You want to go see him? Do PayPal or something?
1: What? Did you say CM? No, go I said,
0: see you him? No, see him? I want to
1: go play 12. with Elsevier. Oh, see him? 12. 13? Thir- right, I- is
0: that 15?
1: I don't know. I lost count. You know who's really good at counting? He is. Don't. I bet you he'd be able to tell us how many times <laughs> I asked. We should go see him and do that. So after all this time, finally,
0: Omar goes to the FBI, and he's like, the Dukas don't know anything about the plot. They just don't. And the FBI's response? Quote, they said it was none of my business. I just wear the wire and record.
1: Hmm. <clears throat>
0: Feels you're part of a team. Zeke. Bakali was a 29-year-old undocumented immigrant from Albania who was in jail waiting to be deported. Okay. And that's where the FBI came to visit him to ask him to be an informant. <sighs> they showed him pictures of the Dukas, and they said they would be at Dunkin' Donuts in Cherry Hill after Friday prayers, because that's where they went every week. Uh huh. Right. And where July most terrorism two- happens. So in July 2006, he was there. So they had two different NARCs working at once. Right.
1: Again, so awkward. <laughs> you guys also like pink donuts with sprinkles? What a why? How you doing? Uh,
0: so he's there in the Dunkin' Donuts, and they come in, and he's talking very loudly on the phone in Albanian, so they will notice uh-huh, he's Albanian. Right. Uh-huh. And the Duke has introduced themselves, and soon they're very good friends with the Narc.
1: Okay, so easy. Um, they would hung, they hung out often for months. See, this would be um, so hard to do to me. I guess it's different, obviously, yeah. because I have spent my entire life here. I am a white guy, right. so. But I would. But if I if uh, connecting with me randomly in public is just not going to happen, it's not going to work for me. Either. No, but. Again,
0: like, what if you're in Czechoslovakia? Totally.
1: It'll be different if someone walked in and they were like, the Packers need to work on their special teams. I'd be like, who's this tall drink of water?
0: A 100%. <laughs> if someone wants to frame you, they just come in wearing a Packers shirt. Oh, when dude, you're in Czechoslovakia, honest, I and think that's it.
1: it. would be, it is extremely disarming. I'd just be like, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. I mean, without, I'd be like, nice Clay Matthews jersey. You like Jerry Alexander too?
0: So he talks about wanting to be a better Muslim with them. That so guy would see my him. tattoo
1: in 30 seconds. I'd be like, hello. You know, he would be like, Jesus, this is easy. Okay, sorry.
0: So Bakali starts asking about jihad a lot. And uh, did they have to perform jihad? Shane, quote, me and my brothers did not take these questions as out of the ordinary. At that time, all you heard on TV was jihad, terrorism, Islamist this, Islam that. So we thought he was just new and trying to understand, no red flags. Right. Omar and Bacali uh, would bump into each other once in a while, but neither know the other one's an arc.
1: Right. Interesting.
0: Omar, quote, I hated that guy. Didn't like the look of him at all. Right. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Working for the I mean, same he, people. You know what he
0: reminded me of? You know, you know what he seemed like to me? A
1: narc? Yeah. I, that's the vibe I got. Yeah. 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 I don't but know. He's just always bring, is, he just kind of would bring up big plots out of nowhere. Just kind of <laughs> not my sort of thing. Anyway, do we have that pizza map for Fort Dix? <laughs> <laughs> so
0: the Duca's now trust both of these guys. Omar and the Dukas uh, would talk about cars, which the brothers love cars. Uh-huh. Um, The
1: Pixar movie. The
0: recorded, all the recorded conversations that the FBI has is just talking about cars and food and family and work.
1: God, you know what is great about that is just that, uh, like, there's someone at the FBI just had to sit there like, oh, my God. Enough. (laughs) Enough. He's like, you know what, I actually, that's not my, I think the better Audi person, you know, like, they're just like, Jesus, come on, get to the plot.
0: Uh, sometimes the news would come up. Uh, they talked about being against the wars. Um, they talked about how Muslims in the US were targeted. <laughs>
1: right. Yeah. What was the, the and FBI? I was like, uh huh, right, right.
0: <laughs> and now they should uh, help Muslims outside the US resist. Right. What was going on? So, meanwhile, so controversial. Yeah. All the stuff that I would talk about. Yeah. So, meanwhile, Schneuer and Omar. Are spending their time together watching jihad videos and listening to radical Muslim lectures. So, Omar's just introduced this guy who had, who was just a taxi driver, to all this radical Islam shit. Yeah. That's all he's doing. They also uh, showed some of the videos to the Dukas. Uh, sometimes the Dukas were into it. Tony at one point got really fired up. By an Anwar al al al-Awlaki lecturer who was a Yemeni American who uh, was assassinated by a drone by Obama. Hmm. And Tony said in the middle of this, "quote This is the real truth, straight up, no holds barred." But they never talked about doing terrorism, right?
1: Yeah, <laughs> I mean that. There's didn't. a huge. I like. Hating America can't be uh, a crime, <laughs> especially <laughs> if you're Muslim at this time. Yes, yes. So,
0: Elsevier said daily uh, struggle against personal vices like greed and lust was the greatest form of jihad.
1: Right. And the FBI it says that on tape, right? And the That's FBI on was like, "Can you delete that? Actually, can we tweet <laughs> that?" On September 22nd,
0: Omar told Eljvir that he and Schnoor were working on a quote plan. Mm-hmm. No details, just vague plan. And El El-Jvir said they should seek out a fatwa or get an Islamic
1: legal. Opinion. Super balanced advice is coming from <laughs> him. Like, I mean, I, like, the, uh, if you're the FBI, you're like, God damn it. He's really Fuck, very, he's very rational in his rage. These are the worst fucking terrorists I've ever <laughs> tried to I'm get. I'm starting to feel like these guys are not terrorists. Stop it, Barry. We'll get him there. Knock it off.
0: Uh, but Cully keeps telling the Ducas to do something. Right. And he would shame them for not defending Muslims. And he, he would get them riled up sometimes. Once, all excited, Tony said he was, quote, going to start something and that you can do a lot of damage, man, seven people. And this is recorded. Okay. Remember, Tony's the guy that had the anger issues, the fighting yeah, and all right.
1: that. Jose's here.
0: But the two Narcs, the two Narcs cannot get the dukkas to actually do anything. Yeah. Because they don't want to do anything.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, and now they're, push- they're pushing. I mean, pushing. <laughs> oh, my God. Like... It's crazy how much they're pushing. <laughs> so
0: Tony said, quote, we can't. The biggest jihad for us here in America is to spread Islam. That's the most important thing. That is war. Believe me, that is jihad. Jihad is not just, like we say, to go fight. No, people misunderstand it. The first jihad is with yourself. When the devil tells you, do this, you try, you fight with the devil. No, 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 I won't do it. Then, the second jihad is with your family to work, to teach Islam to your children. Then you should spread Islam in
1: to tell others, this is Islam. I mean... Those are the jihads. I mean, it... Uh, no, those are mihads, and that's way, way different. <laughs> I, I mean... I, the fbi i would imagine at this point would be like all right look we should just find some other people to just manipulate i mean these guys are pretty this is pretty tough um, well they
0: could but remember they pro- by the way they are marks. probably they're, you know this yeah. is all time the fbi listen to the recordings right. it's all time and money right. they're yeah, putting invested. in man hours and money
1: but it it it's i mean again it's like so much of You know, it has to be kind of based on your your the human nature, and if you're actively manipulating and kind of dropping in these ideas constantly, it you know you are um, these people are even if they're susceptible to this heavily heavy manipulation should not be part of this. You should not be allowed to be like.
0: because annoying people you just say yes to to make them go away at some point.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, true, too. And as, and all the other stuff you're saying where you're just like, no, no, no. Look, man, you got a jihad in your heart first. He's like, no no no, yeah. no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. that's bullshit.
0: What, blow up my heart? Did you, did you blow up my heart? <laughs> no, is that no,
1: you? no. Look at the pizza map, dude. This is how you jihad. We got a jihad but jihad.
0: He, <laughs> Even after Tony says all that, Bacali still keeps at it. And Tony says, look. Our obligation is for our family, especially my kids. That's it.
1: All right, so we kill your family? Tony, it's gross. Can you say that into my nipples?
0: So in early 2007, they take a trip back to the Poconos. Uh Uh-oh. They bring Bacali and Omar with them. Okay. Terrible. As they played paintball, Omar said, quote, this is... Like an army, exactly.
1: Uh, dude, it's so overt. You know, you're like, what? It's so bad. What it's do you mean? So dumb. I'm just saying, it's like, wouldn't it be better if these were bullets and we were killing Americans? <laughs> say something to no. my Say yes into my nipples.
0: No, I'm trying to become an American. Say yes I'm, into my I'm, nipples. Just, just shut the fuck no. up. Just,
1: all right, let's just first, hey. Let's pretend like we're actors. Say yes into my nipples when I say this. Man, not, I they, don't want to talk to your I,
0: nipples, dude. Am
1: I the only one who, when I do this, just thinks about how we should do this to the white Americans? Those people are terrible. Say yes, yes, yes yes into my nipples. No, what are you talking about? Talk, someone come over here and say yes into my goddamn nipples. Can we just play paintball, Omar? Of course we can just play paintball, as long as we use real bullets at Fort dicks.
0: Jesus Christ. But in the Poconos, there's no talk of an attack. They mostly watched Eddie Murphy and Dave Chappelle. They rode horses. These guys have the right idea. The NARCA operation is a year old.
1: Okay, wow, fuck.
0: A year old, hundreds of hours of surveillance. my God. Two paid informants, and they have nothing. Uh,
1: They have nothing. Except for more Circuit City videos. (laughs)
0: And plus, remember, this started with the video, and now they've gone... Yeah, they've gone back. ...on a trip with them to actually do what they did before. And it's, clearly, it's clear they're not doing it. It's recreational. So now the FBI has proof. That's what they do. They go out and fuck around.
1: Yeah, they play... Well, but, okay, I'm, I, I mean, if you are going to follow every American or every person, I guess, who paintballs... <laughs> has a lot, there's a lot of people paintballing. Yeah. I've paintballed. It was never training. Oh, I bet you have. All right. And I've painted my balls. Um,
0: now, the Dukas love guns. It's like an Albanian heritage, masculine thing, right? Sure. If you can imagine that. Sure. If you Imagine a country having that. Nope. Um, Omar knew they love guns and that they didn't have proper immigration papers, so they couldn't buy guns. Right. But they, at this time, are applying for asylum. Okay. So in March 2007, Omar tells Tony he had a friend who has a gun shop in Baltimore who wants to make under-the-counter sales for $500 each. Now, they know it's not legal. Uh Uh-huh. But they thought they could get the guns and then transfer them into their names once they get their immigration papers. Okay. Omar pushes uh, Schnoor on tape to say if if the Dukas know why they're getting the guns. Okay. And uh, Omar, quote, don't tell me you didn't tell them, Muhammad Schnur. Yeah, they know, Omar. That we, for example, are training in anticipation of something like this in the future. Oh, Schnoor, yeah, yeah. Hmm. But that's all the tapes are right. for a year. Right. <clears throat> so Omar then gives Tony a list of the weapons that they have for sale. Tanks? Uh, the list has been put together... <laughs> Close. The list has been put together by the FBI.
1: Right. That's what I'm saying. So it's like the FBI is going to be like, here's a dream list. Well, let's see how bad. Well, yeah. AK-47.
0: Right, okay. Sure. Handguns. Uh-huh. Yes. M16s. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Also, rocket per- <laughs> rocket propelled grenade launcher. They could take out tanks.
1: What the fuck?
0: What An M60 machine it's like gun. Q. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Now, Tony is definitely like, this is weird, not right.
1: Now, these cufflinks still... are also grenades, Tony. <laughs> uh, no, I was just thinking we maybe get a couple of handguns. Yes, you could do that, but this tie can also turn into a grenade launcher. You just have a look at that, would you, Tony? Mm? Any interest in something like this? <laughs> no. This is a pair of boxer shorts that's actually a cannon. How about yes. this simple taxi cab here that also is a bulletproof tank? So you just run a gun shop in Baltimore? Yes, that's right. I simply run a gun shop in Baltimore. Now, this ah. chewing gum is also sarin gas. Any interest in something of that nature? Hmm? You bloody terrorist. did kill me? Uh, what? 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 Who did 9-11? What? What? What are you thinking? No. You, Nothing. Here, these spectacles are also lasers that make fire. Mm, any interest in something like that would be great no, for man, a bit I just of a want jihad. A like I j- hmm? like a jihad. Hmm? No. What did, you, what did you have for lunch? Hmm? I had this simple umbrella. Is also lava. Hmm?
0: Okay, I'm actually going to take off because you're
1: insane. Like I don't. Do you want a, any interest in a bomb? No, you, this bowling ball is actually why an would I want a weapon. Because then we could use. Why would anybody want that? Use the pizza map. Hmm? Your what? words. How do you know about you say, what? How do you know about a pizza? Just go kill map? the white man. What? You hate white men, You said. What are you say? No. Oh, I didn't say any of that. Uh, but you've killed white I, men before. I. White I Americans. just want a gun. Oh, you do want a no. gun? You do any interest? Any interested in an umbrella that's also lava? No! How about these laser spectacles? How about them? I don't want them. I want Come a on, fucking gun, Come on, I'll give gun, them to you man. for free. I'll pay you to take them. Just talking to my tits. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's... Uh... Look, Tony wants the AK-47s, uh, Sure. Uh, the M16s, the handguns. They they want guns. Sure. He also asks if there's anything he needs to know about stuff on the list because you know uh, rockets, that kind of thing.
1: So and when Omar's they're... like,
0: no, man, it's totally on the uppy up, up and up. It's all good. I it's like
1: saying it's on the uppy up. First of all, that's the new way to say it. <laughs> Second of all, okay, so they but they are gearing up. So why are why do they want? AK 47s and machine guns because they love guns.
0: Yeah, they love guns. Okay. Like, they're just, it's it they're just from seems a gun strange culture. for people in America. It seems strange
1: like, for people in this country to just kind of randomly want those weapons, I guess.
0: <laughs> so on May 7th, Tony and Shane go to an apartment the FBI had rented for Omar to check out the guns. Okay. Tony, quote, now we don't have to wait in line to shoot in the Poconos. And then right as he said that, the cops busted in the door and threw them on the floor and arrested them. (laughs) Now, the brothers assume it's because they were buying guns illegally. Right. Uh, Brothers Barim and Elgir were not there. They come back from taking their nieces and nephews for ice cream to find cop cars and SWAT vans surrounding their apartment. And they are handcuffed and thrown on the ground. Barim's a teen still, so he's not arrested, but the other five are arrested. The FBI agent said to Barim, quote, don't grow up to be like your brothers. You should think about finding yourself
1: a new religion. Fucking A. I mean, FBI. Uh, it, it, I mean, how are you not? How are they just not better trained to cover the bullshit?
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> they know they're not going to get any trouble. Like, yeah, all.
1: right. But it's ama- I mean it's ama- this is about religion. Hey 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 hey, hey b- b- easy. <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> uh. Oh, hey there everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this uh this podcast. Uh listen, I've got some stand-up shows I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth army to join me for With Gareth and Jake, I don't remember how we did it, but either way, fun half hour comes out Tuesday, August twenty second, and the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help.
0: The next morning, uh, there uh, the arrested brothers are driven past tons of reporters on the way to the courthouse in Camden, New Jersey. So they, you know, they do a, they, the, a, 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 a what's a perp walk in a van? America so is
1: Americaning. Them.
0: Um, that's a court where they learn they're being charged with conspiracy to murder U.S. military personnel. What the fuck, crazy! Shane, quote: "I was confused at first, but for the most part, I breathed easy when I saw that. I figured they mis- mixed us up with someone else, and we'd be out of here as soon as we cleared things up." Wow, that can't be us. We're just they're, they're buying I'm, guns. I'm, I'm a, a
1: conspiracy <laughs> to blow up Fort Dix with a pizza map. Wait, what? You heard us? What? Guilty. No. The jury I, reached a verdict. I'm a I do roofs. <laughs> I mean that is crazy. That is a crazy. It's just like Sorry, um what when did we do that part? I sorry, what? When uh, they brought it up to you a bunch. That's when you decided you were going to do it.
0: I just like I like watch Eddie Murphy. And uh-huh, I, and
1: paintballing. Come on, we're not idiots. We know what yeah, you're I doing. Yeah, I like paintball. Yeah, up, 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 up Write no. it down, jot it Have down. Have you ever been paintballing? Oh, trying to recruit, trying to recruit, trying to recruit me. <laughs> They're actively trying to recruit in the court.
0: So, the complaint... Is mostly just tapes of Schnoor saying stuff to Omar. <laughs>
1: and they're like, all right, well, once we get this, our hands on this Schnoor guy, we'll have... <laughs> uh, no, he actually is on our side.
0: Well, Schnoor's in there with him.
1: Yeah, right, but he's... Uh, right. But, but he's not going to get in any trouble.
0: So they read the complaint. Right. And Shane, quote, after reading it, we all turned to Schnoor. Is this really true? You went to a military base and you said this and that? And... Omar was an informant. Unbelievable. We are all pissed at Schnoor.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 You're pissed at Schnoor. The person you should be arresting is your informant. Is your the guy you've turned right? Well, what Omar? Yeah. No, he's an arc. He doesn't get arrested. That's what I mean, though. Like, if you're reading all this stuff. You're going. Oh, this the guy is the bad. This is the up. bad guy. This. Is the, and you're like. Well, no. That's, uh, no. That's. That's the good guy. That's the good. What? That's the good guy. That's our guy. <clears throat> uh,
0: so they realized he had been saying they were involved in the plan to attack the fort. Besides conspiracy, they are charged with trying to buy the guns. Right. U.S. Attorney Chris Christie
1: holds oh, a press conference. Good lord. Oh my lord.
0: And heaps praise on the amazing law enforcement officers who had stopped a terrorist attack. Oh, my God. Quote, Believe me, too. These people were ready for martyrdom. They spoke about martyrdom extensively on the tapes. They said they were going to do this in the service of Allah.
1: Oh, my God. And we just sat there and we're like, well, that was close. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that was close Because yeah CNN was like A terror. Wow <laughs> Just so easy So easy
0: So the Duca Spent over a year In solitary confinement At a Philadelphia Detention center The trial began October What are you in for I'm pretty sure Paintballing Paint, Paintballing And Eddie Murphy Oh Paint, I rode a horse Paintballing pretty much I didn't I didn't paintball On the horse Though it was separate Right just
1: Separate charges
0: um, so the trial, like I said, it's all based on what Omar and Schnuer said to each other. Omar made, as a narc, for this operation, two hundred and thirty-eight thousand dollars. Mm. Bacali was paid fifteen to hundred dollars a week, and uh, he would not be deported back to Albania, where he was facing charges of shooting someone. But now the U.S. got Albania to pardon him. <laughs> mm. So. So basically, two criminals, the only two criminals in this entire story, are now. One the FBI paid a quarter of a million dollars, and the other one gets away with his crime and gets to stay in America. Mm -hmm. That's all that's happened here.
1: Well, yeah, but come on. You hate America? (laughs) Stop it.
0: Now, the judge keeps the names of the jury anonymous because he called it an exceptional
1: and dangerous case. Because if they found out who it was, then um, whoever they work for, <laughs> Al-Qaeda... Yeah,
0: they, might get, they, might, get, <laughs> uh, they right. might get free roofs on their house. Right, right, yeah. The prosecutor argued the Dukas were inspired by jihadist ideology. Quote, their inspiration was Al-Qaeda and Osama bin Laden. Their intent was to attack the U.S., just now conspiracy charge. Conspiracy charge is uh faky mid uptown. Right. The intercept, quote, they just needed to, uh-uh. to demonstrate, based on the brothers' state of mind, that the Ducas had knowingly and willfully entered into an agreement, and that at least one had performed an overt act to further the agreement.
1: Giving the map. Oh my god. Ugh, this fucking map, this pizza map.
0: <laughs> from the jury instructions, quote: "Often, the state of mind with which a person acts at any given time cannot be proved directly, because one cannot read another person's mind and tell what he or she is thinking." Right. However,
1: oh, that's a big however.
0: Defendant, yeah, a defendant's state of mind can be proved indirectly from surrounding circumstances.
1: Right, so... Thus... So you may... Okay. Thus, to
0: determine a particular defendant's state of mind at a particular time, you may consider evidence about what the defendant has said, what he did, and failed to do, how he acted, and all other facts and circumstances shown by the evidence that may prove what was in that defendant's mind at the time. Mm -hmm. So your... Just assuming what is in someone's mind,
1: yeah. I mean, based thought, on thought crimes,
0: essentially, yes, thought crimes, but even thought thought crimes based on circumstantial nonsense, right? You can just say, "Well, they watch this video, so they want to kill people," like that kind of stuff. Right. You can just—I
1: mean, they have nothing, nothing. They have nothing.
0: <laughs> they have absolutely nothing. They have,
1: nothing. they have nothing. They have paintball. I mean, they
0: have a pizza map. Yeah, they never said they'd take part in an attack, mostly because they were not going to take part in an attack, yeah, right? Right. So they never said that. So the government has to prove that they're indirectly involved right. in something that they never said they had anything to do with. Right,
1: which is tough. But then when Chris Christie's like, man, that was close. <laughs> you know, like we, we the public, are like, oh, thank God. Oh, they're trying to man. kill us. <laughs>
0: Woo. So the court allows the recordi, the recording. Remember when Tony said he was gonna start something? He yeah. got all fired up? Yeah. He allow- the judge allows that. But when Tony said, quote, the biggest jihad for us here in America is to spread Islam, that the judge considered hearsay and did not admit. Right. So all the stuff he had said about ten care was family and what jihad was. Right. That's all out. Right. I'm gonna start something is in, right. Which is completely vague. Right. Um, so the only way the judge would let that statement in that Tony made about Jihad is if Tony would take the stand and his lawyers are like, you're not taking the stand in this situation. That's it'll be a disaster. Right. Omar and Schnoor, uh had downloaded scary Islamist videos. As I said, the jury watched all the videos.
1: <laughs> well, but that's so unfair. That's like, <laughs> that would be like me showing you filthy porn And then just because I showed it to you, telling your wife and being like, he watched all this. and You'd be like, you showed it to me. And I'd be like, this isn't about me, (laughs) asshole.
0: (laughs) So in one of the videos, U.S. soldiers are being killed. Right. Shane, quote, juror number three got up from her seat before exiting for the break, gave us all a stare of death, turned around, and slammed the binder of transcripts down. Her son had served two tours in Iraq. She told the reporter, quote, I thought I was seeing my son get hit.
1: I mean, you know, look, it, like, this is just... The, the problem is even trying to speak to the nuance of what she's feeling and what they're feeling, it we just have no ability, because... Her fucking son shouldn't even fucking be there. Yes, right. You know, like, and <laughs> yeah. and if you say that at this time, you hate. I mean, they did such a fucking good job of labeling, questioning the mission as hating the troops. It was yeah. that quick of a reaction. You would yeah. go, we didn't find any weapons of mass destruction. You hate the troops. You have to support the troops. It's missing the idea that supporting the troops by saying keep them home unless they need to go do something is the ultimate... You hate the fucking troops. You're sending them there for fucking... For what?
0: Well, the other thing is, is because nothing has ever happened, essentially what the government doing is doing here is traumatizing a woman by yes. showing her videos... Emotional of manipulation, Yes. That's all that's happening. She she never needed to see this because she shouldn't be on this jury because this trial shouldn't exist.
1: And she shouldn't this not only, but she shouldn't have that reaction because her son should not have ever had to go yeah, all there. All of it. All of it. Yeah. And and but but again, you have no. You're not allowed to say that. You're the person not standing up for the anthem. When you're questioning you know why who, do we stand up for the anthem, you're the person who hates America.
0: You know who uh, who does have the truth. Expert witness on Islamic terrorism and promoting terrorism online, Evan Coleman. Hmm. Evan Coleman grew up in Boca Raton, Florida. He studied political science at Georgetown and then he got a law degree at Penn. Never took the bar exam, but he was hired at a think tank as an intern. The think tank is called Investigative Project on Terrorism. Hmm.
1: Hmm. Hmm.
0: Quote, in 1998, I started obliviously as an intern, but by the time I left in 2003, I was a senior
1: analyst. Mm -hmm. I I feel like I'm going to like this guy. That's not how that works. So we have our hero. That's not how.
0: (laughs) While he was at the think tank, he wrote a book, Al-Qaeda's Jihad in Europe, the Afghan-Bosnian network. (sighs) Which he submitted for peer review to the University of Penn Press, his law school. Right. They rejected it because it was fucking nonsense. <laughs> he then got it published with Oxford International, which has absolutely nothing to do with the Uni- University of Oxford. But it's where people get stuff published to make it seem like it's associated with the University of Oxford.
1: Mm. Well, that was easy.
0: And now he's considered a terrorism expert.
1: Great. All right. And now he's a huge part of this trial. Yes. Right.
0: After 9-11, Evan was a bit of a go-to guy. He has consulted with the Defense Department, the IRS, other government agencies. And since the government labeled him as an expert, he has been on NBC, MSNBC as a terrorism expert. Sure. He claims he can monitor Islamic terrorists in the deep web.
1: I mean, that's one. That like, I, I mean, you know, that's one of those ones where you're like, well, if you say you can, I mean, I don't know how we really can prove you wrong. Kind of. I mean, well, you would need to be busting up cells, but as we're proving I, right now, that is like an easy thing to fabricate.
0: Anytime someone's like, "Yeah, this is about the deep web," you so you're just absolutely full of shit. Right, like, right, no, you're not, right. There's no. You're not saying the dark anything. web. Yeah, no, it's a deep... I'm, in, I'm involved in the deep dark web. Oh. Mm. Have, you seen, have you seen, like, the Aleutian Trench, the fish that have, like, the, the light yeah, on? Yeah, yeah, they have the bioluminescence. That's me, wow. but in
1: terrorism deep web forums. Hmm. It's just so hard to disprove. I guess we have to take his word for it.
0: Well, I wish I could invite you in, but only one guy can get into the deep web at a time.
1: Oh, it's kind of like a pinhole. Yep. Wow, that's so interesting. I would not know that. I've never been there.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm there all the time. It's where I spend most of my time. Right. Deep wow. I'm a deep Weber.
1: Mm. Mm. Like a Anywho. grill. Yeah. Foreman. No, George Weber. Because of... George Foreman. This conversation's over.
0: Um, the thing about him saying that he... Uh, can monitor Islamic uh, terrorists on the deep web is that he...
1: I have no an app. To bring this up. Right.
0: <laughs> no one's seems to bring this up, that he can't read or speak Arabic.
1: <laughs> well, um, is that an issue? And we're lucky <laughs> that spends- they're using mostly English, <laughs> the language I'm very fluent in.
0: Uh, he spent really no time in the Arab world. He went there, like, for a few days here and there, but he's not, like, you would need to spend... If you're saying well, uh, you would need to spend time, I don't.
1: You, Dave, you don't even need to tell me that, and I know nothing on this show. But I, even I, would know that to be an expert in this, you probably need a little more than a week.
0: <laughs> He's just an online guy. He's an online guy. So he—that's all he is.
1: Okay, whatever. It's bullshit. Okay,
0: yeah. But um, one agent. FBI agent called him, quote, the Doogie Hauser of terrorism. That, he super fire young.
1: that guy and this guy.
0: <laughs> he looks really young. He is only like 24 when he starts out. Uh, uh, so the, let's Kelman's- look at the reality
1: of Doogie Hauser. Would you let a 16 year old doctor open you up? No. 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 Absolutely. Not. No. No. Okay, so there we go <laughs> no. So he's the Doogie Howser in the sense that uh, Nobody really should believe it <laughs> Sorry, so? where's the doctor? He's right here No, 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 no. that kid's Where? a virgin No, no that's not uh, <laughs> What? This is the guy who's going to Perform my appendectomy? That's right
0: Kelman's first trial is in 2006 He testified that a Bangladesh political party Was linked to terrorism But when Questioned by the defense attorney, he couldn't name any other political parties in Bangladesh. He had also never written anything before about the terrorist party that he was talking about. Didn't matter. The man he testified against got 15 years. Jesus. Then Coleman became, after that, after the conviction, he became an expert government witness. He says he, says he has seven terabytes of terrorist information, terrorist
1: bites, terrorist bites. <laughs> I, I, it's no. just so easy. <laughs> it's just too <laughs> fucking easy. It's too easy. It's too it easy is. to lie to us. It's just yeah. too easy. Yeah, he gets a wrong conviction for some stupid shit that he was wrong about, and then people are like, "This guy's the Michael Jordan of terrorist terabytes." Terror
0: but he's—it's the perfect grift because the information he has, right, is so important. Yeah. That whatever defense attorneys ask for, it, the judges won't turn it over because they're defending terrorists and they don't want to give him the information.
1: Again, we are flawed. <laughs> Jose's going A forensi- bonkers. Well, he doesn't like. This I story. think yeah.
0: A forensic psychiatrist, an XCI agent, said. Coleman is a very is very selective with references quote basing them not on actual scholarly work but on anecdotes from obscure references that he often has privileged access to preventing other scholars
1: from checking the content of reference. I mean, I'm gonna shut up. But it's just that we have no interest <laughs> in reality. I mean, that's what it is. We have no actual interest in reality, so of course we're not gonna nail it. If the angle well, want, was, yeah, they want conviction. I mean, they they want this. They want. He's the perfect guest. yes. He's the perfect he's, guy. It's 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 the manufacturing consent shit. Yes. It's like if you it, the reason why he's there is because he'll do the bidding. They, do, they have no interest in the person who is going to do the right thing. They have interest in the person who's going to do their thing. And that's yes. just, and that's why, and that's why it is, and that's our complete business model. Yeah.
0: So, oh, good, so, good, good. a professor of international relations at the London School of Economics said Coleman was in, quote, the guilty verdict industry. Defense attorneys believe he is a hired hand who will say whatever is needed for the prosecution. He also began helping the FBI with investigations. So he's investigating and an (laughs) expert.
1: I mean, the driving instructor can't give you the test for your license. It's just not how it is structured.
0: New York Magazine called him, quote, the terrorist search engine, which he now uses on his website. Oh,
1: my God. His
0: research his research is not peer reviewed. He's like his the Thomas theory, the Tank terrorist. <laughs> his main theory has all what he calls indicators that show someone is a homegrown terrorist or not, but he's never tested his theory against a control group. So he's just got a list of shit that he says is true that's never been tested.
1: A forensic psychiatrist
0: called his claims, quote, so biased, one-sided, and contextually inaccurate that they do not provide a fair and balanced context for the specific evidence to be presented at a legal trial. Right. He makes up to $400 an hour as a legal expert. Over 30 terrorist trials he has testified in have made him over $1.4 million. There
1: it is. I mean, it's just that simple. I mean, you know, I mean, again... (laughs) Uh, you know, I mean, it, it's it, it's all it's just how do you make your <laughs> money? How do you make your money? How do you make your money? Your yeah.
0: <laughs> he also works with private sector companies as a terrorism expert. <sighs> and so, this is the gentleman there, who there, testifies at the Duke is there. There are times
1: where, and I am I, I again. This is this is not always but there are times where i've worked on shows written on shows and there will be someone who has an exceptional resume and is a terrible Mm -hmm. writer yes and 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 people have asked how does that happen here's how that happens the person was on a show that was popular and they they weren't helpful on the show but it's on their resume then they go to another show, and the person sees, oh, that popular show's on their resume, and they go, and they go to a good show. Yes, they'll go to another they were on good, a good show, show, and they'll oh, yeah. they were on that show. Then they'll go to the other show, potentially get fired after a couple of months because mm-hmm. they're not good, but then that's on their resume. So those yeah. two shows will keep getting them good shows, building their resume, and they'll keep getting hired. Because Mm -hmm. they have a good resume and are terrible at what they do. But because they have a good resume, they now can be hired. And that is what this is. This is a, the, you're checking these boxes that make it seem like you have an expertise at something. But in reality, there is no substance. But now this guy has $1.4 million and is the terrorist search engine.
0: And seven terabytes.
1: And seven terabytes.
0: So he testifies at the Duca's trial, and he said the videos the brothers watched were, quote, some of Al-Qaeda's best work. <laughs> this is their good shit. So Look, he's I'm like- an expert, and when, terror- when, when Al-Qaeda does their stuff, there's certain videos that are not great. You're like, hey, just put something on it. This is the top
1: cream of the crop Al-Qaeda shit. This is certified. This is Rotten Tomatoes good. Five stars. This is really good.
0: And because they watched them, watched the videos, it suggested, quote, a clear, considered, and present danger to the community.
1: What are you talking? It's not the ring. It's. Oh my God.
0: And, uh,. And trying to buy guys and uh, and trying to buy guns and making angry comments about US foreign policy is evidence of jihadist activity.
1: So then think of how many jihadists we have in America right right, now. uh,
0: Oh my God, they're all jihadists. Think of the
1: white jihadists living in Texas right now.
0: Yeah. (laughs) The jury deliberated deliberated for six days, found them all guilty of conspiracy and illegal gun possession. They could get up to 24 years. They could, but then the prosecutor asked the judge to apply what is known as a terrorist adjustment,
1: which means (laughs) the judge... Uh, No, no. ...can Uh, give more time... uh,
0: What is the point,
1: then? What is the maximum. What the fuck?
0: Schnoor now writes the judge a note, and he says that Dukas knew nothing about the plan and said he lied and was just boasting to Omar... And the judge at the sentencing said the lack of evidence didn't concern him. As a judge, should say.
1: I mean that is so not judge.
0: <laughs> so uh, as a judge, what? I just want to say that everything that I believe in is bullshit.
1: Uh, look, I'm kind of this. a hearsay judge. <laughs> Welcome to Nonsense Court. I'm judge who gives a fuck. <laughs> I mean, honestly, to say that. I'm not uh, the evidence judge over here. No, I'm pretty sure your job's too. U.S. Attorney
0: Ralph Mara, quote, the hatred and contempt these young men hold for America and the rule of law was made abundantly clear. Shane and Tony got life plus 30 years. Oh, my God. Elsevier got life. Chris Christie ran for governor and won. He often said during his run, the Duca case was the highlight of his career, and he would brag about it. But he eventually became a laughingstock and, uh, for being a petty idiot, so that worked out. Tony's five kids are growing up without a dad. Lada and Freak are raising them. Barim was the only one who was not charged because he was a teen, but... He now had to drop out of school to get a job to help the family because there's the kids and the... The Dukas are still, believe, they're under surveillance. One-time agents came to the house and threatened to take away Barim. Freak, quote, we lost so much, and today we are barely surviving. We live with broken hearts. Shane is at a high-security prison in Kentucky. Tony and Elvier are at the famous ADX supermass... Max prison in Colorado, with the worst criminals in the country, described as "quote a clean version of hell." They have spent time in solitary, which many countries consider torture. Alvir is in isolation; they have never seen each other in the prison. Mm. The Dukas have exhausted mm. all appeals. Muhammad Omar is struggling with his narking. He said Schnuer was part of the plot, but the Dukas are good people who are innocent. Quote, I still don't know why the Dukas are in jail.
1: Because uh,
0: you're a fucking narc. Because uh, um, hmm. you're a fucking narc. Evan Coleman was a big part of the 2014 Human Rights Watch report on bullshit terrorism prosecutions. Defense attorneys want to know what Coleman has been doing with the U.S. government, but his actions are classified. They view him as an advocate, not an actual academic expert. but judges refuse to let them reveal it at trial. With a longtime friend, Evan Coleman started a risk intelligence firm called Flashpoint in 2021. Detect, prioritize, and remediate threats in a flash. Flashpoint intelligence combines data insights and automation to identify risks and stop threats for cyber fraud and physical security teams. His name has not been in the news as much lately as it was when uh, these trials were really hot. Um, other people who have gone to jail due to FBI terrorism charges uh, that seem like bullshit prosecutions um, have been going on for a while. From the Human Rights Watch report in 2014, according to multiple sources, nearly 50% of more than 500 federal counter-terrorism convictions resulted from informant-based cases. Almost 30% of those cases were sting operations in which the informant played an active role in the underlying plot. In the case of the Newberg 4, a judge said the government came up with the crime, provided the means, and removed all relevant obstacles and had, in the process, made a terrorist out of a man quote, whose buffoonery is positively Shakespearean in scope. And the FBI appears to have frequently targeted particularly vulnerable individuals with mental or intellectual disabilities, at least eight showed serious signs early on that they struggled with mental or intellectual disabilities, diagnosed mental health problems, or significantly low intelligence or difficult comprehending basic concept. When Shawar Matin Sarai was asked by a narc to take part in an attack, he said he had to ask his mother first. After his conviction, the first thing he asked for in prison was if he could play Pokemon. So I guess my point is, if you're looking for the FBI to save you from um, whatever you think, you know, January 6th was, they're not the guys. They are complete fuck ups. They they do this all the fucking time since the beginning of the FBI. They have been a shit show. They are a fucking disaster. And they are terrible, terrible fucking people. They aren't your friends. They're not the good guys. And while they were doing all this, they were ignoring white supremacists. Because that's what they are. Anywho, that's the story of the Fort Dix Five. Cheerio.
1: Dude, it's just like...
0: You could, but let me just say this: You could literally do. We could do yeah. a dollop FBI, and we could just sit here do a hundred and days. do these yeah. hundreds of them. Yeah, we could, do, and not just not just Muslims are doing. No, just all no. Kinds they, of they they there's
1: there's across there's, the board. There's lo- I, I mean, there, there's recent ones where. Well, first and foremost, the United States foreign policy has done great. a great job of creating the problems that are coming home to roost at this point yeah um yeah. but you look at this story and does this story help um no stop well, people ho- wanting to have a jihad well, no it, ha- it 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 hinders it it makes it so that what it, I, this is this is good recruitment yeah and this is from the people who are supposed to be stopping it. And so the CIA's job is basically they're the international version of this. Version of this, and mm-hmm. then the FBI handles the domestic version of this. Mm-hmm. And to most people they think that these are two organizations that are there to help you. Mm-hmm. And that's why you know I mean again like you know. I mean, it's all, it's, it's just all totally fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is. It's all, it, it's, you know, I mean. It, I mean,
0: look, this is the, this is the same organization that yeah. worked with the Chicago police to get one of the greatest... Minds yeah. and speakers yeah. of a generation, Fred Hampton, assassinated
1: and Martin Luther King Jr. as Martin well. King, I mean, you know, uh, to there's so many yeah, they, people yes. that they have harmed, and the and but by the way, they're also now the ones who will be like, you know, they'll like tweet out about Martin Luther King Jr. Yeah, you know, and and they just get away with it, and and so we just kind of live in this stasis where, you know. We will never be able to self-diagnose as the bad guy.
0: Well, just um, imagine this. So now you're at this point where you're facing you know, fascism or terrible authoritarianism or whatever it is, and the people you want to rely on to help you are these guys.
1: Yeah, no, it's terrible.
0: The, the problem is is the whole system is fucked. That's, that's the actual problem.
1: The whole system is fucked. It's any, they work within the system that's fucked. So the idea that they're going to police and help us when it comes to the collapse of this system, you know, they're there to protect the property and the rich people.
0: Yeah, and and you know, they you know, it's I mean, this is essentially you're talking about racism, I and mean, that's what yeah. this is. This uh, yeah. you know, that's that's what this comes down to.
1: And you and you but you're able to get away with that racism because we as the, you know, white population in this country are so easily manipulated by it yeah you know well we're scared little babies yeah we're scared and we and again like you know i mean how how are you should be terrified like you should be terrified of white people in this like in this country (laughs) i mean that is i mean i even like you know as i was recording like my special, there are like knocks on white people. And I'm just like, I know the comments you're going to see on fucking yeah. YouTube where it's just oh, like, yeah, of enough, dude, we get it, white people. But it is just like, look, it's a real problem. Not because you're white, but because racism is just so, it just simplifies everything for white people in a way. You know, it's just really easy to scare a lot of white people in this country that, you know, different races are out to get you. And that mm-hmm. is just, you know, that's just the reality. And so when you're pointing that out, <laughs> it just makes white people went, uncomfortable. I mean, I, you know.
0: What these, guys, what these guys remind me of is one of the best tweets I've ever seen. And it was an uh, Arab dude who I think was, I think he was American, but he might have been British. But he said, you know, people keep telling us to deal with our own problem and take care of our terrorism problem, and I can't even get a girl to go out on a date with me. Like, that's it. They're just people living their fucking life. They don't have any connection to fucking terrorists. They don't have any connection to this shit. Just like I don't have any connection to white supremacists. They're just people trying to live their fucking lives. That's all they are, and this is what happens. These guys just opened a pizza shop and wanted to... These guys literally are the perfect example of getting your shit together Mm -hmm. and taking care of yourself and making yourself a better person. That's what these guys are. Making themselves better people, getting themselves out of a tough situation in Brooklyn and turning their lives around and having a fucking business, being small businessmen, everything you want from the fucking American dream. That's That's all they were. Man. Yeah. Oh, uh, sources. Uh, so most of this was a very, very good, uh, intercept article. Well, there's two intercept articles, one by Trevor Aronson called a terrorism experts, secret relationship with the FBI. And you can guess who (laughs) that one's about Mm -hmm. (laughs) that guy needs to be in jail. And the other one is by, uh, M- M- oh, fuck I, I don't want to fuck up his name Motar M- Martaza Hussein and Razan galeani no. uh yeah, I'm a white guy, so i bad with pronunciations but they they wrote a really really great article on the intercept about the Fort Dix Five, and these guys just shouldn't be in jail, but you know they've exhausted all their appeals uh, it seems pretty hopeless, and you know America's not going to revisit a terrorism case even though it is piles of bullshit. These are just guys, like many people in our country, you know, I, I keep seeing people being like, China has all these political prisoners. What the fuck do you think these guys are? Uh-huh. These are political prisoners. That's all they are. They got, they got thrown in jail for political fucking reasons because people are mad at 9-11, so they're just grabbing every Muslim dude that exists. Like, it's the same fucking thing. Yeah, It's all the same shit.
1: I hope everyone's happy. City on a hill. Um city on a hill. Yeah, I don't know. I yeah, I mean I, I it's amazing to have no faith in anything anymore. It's like <laughs> it's like really difficult to like live live in that. And and I like I was uh, saying like you know it, it just going like driving everywhere has just it really has just made me be like, "What are we so fucking proud of?" Driving and
0: everywhere is scary. It's, you realize how bad everything is. Yeah,
1: and it's just like you know, what are we like? And I'm not even like, it's not. It's you know, I'm. It's not like being anti-American. Like, but what? What are we? What are we? What are we holding on to that is so amazing? The system is fucking trash. Well, everything. Americans haven't-
0: Lived anywhere else and only like seven percent of them have gone outside the country. So you yeah. they don't know that it's like you have much more, much more freedom. Yeah, in, I know like, that i semi-socialist I, no. Denmark that you have, do here.
1: I have I have far more freedom. A lot of that I talk about in this new hour, and it's like it is. You just it's just so American to consider it to be the best country in the world and to have never gone to another one.
0: It's it is the worst G seven country, right? Yeah. It is. It's although is Russia G seven? No, but no, it's not. It's not. But yeah, yeah. so it's um, like but America. Them out, has, man. Like a UN delegation came over like seven years ago, and they went through Alabama, and they were yeah, shocked. They were. It was. It, it looked like yes, a third, third world. world country. Yes.
1: Yes. And we. But if you say that, you hate America. Yeah, and it's getting to the right. point where you're like, okay, so what? Yeah, I don't care. I mean, it, it it's it's becoming you know, you we are married to the drunk who abuses us, and we are just like, leave. It. Don't talk about it like that. <laughs> like, what you deserve better. It's not it. You deserve better. We deserve yeah. better. Anyway, we'll be at Chuckles Yuckle Factory. On, uh, <laughs> any who's will be. Well, there
0: you any go. Any who's will be. Uh, Pete's, out. Pizza. Pete's out. Pete's out. Pete's out.